there was no breakdown in communication. That was the assurance offered by a senior police controller who was in the Southern Communications Centre on the day of the Christchurch mosque attacks. Coronial proceedings entered a fifth week today following a recess last week. The controlled um, faced a thorough, the controller faced a thorough interrogation about the synergy between police and ambulance staff in responding to the attack at the Linwood Islamic Centre. Adam Burns was in court. Senior Sergeant Roy Appley was the incident controller inside the Southern Communications Centre on March the 15th. Counsel assisting the coroner David Bolt today asked if the officer knew about a forewarning from Parliament. First of all, have you now heard that call? Have you, have you heard the recording of that call from Parliament that came in at about 13.40 on the 15th of March? No, I haven't, but I have read the chronology. Right. Is it your evidence that you didn't know anything at all about that call on the day? Yes. The call was a result of an email that included the gunman's manifesto and intent. Police communications categorised the call as a priority too, meaning it was virtually lost as other calls about the attacks were classified as the more urgent P1. Mr Bolt asked the senior sergeant what he would have done had he known about the threat. How I risk managed the whole event, I would have likely caused some sort of preventative action to happen. Ms Dara Taylor said if, if she had known about it, she would have taken steps to evacuate the mosque immediately. She would have sent staff to Linwood and she would have deployed the AOS to Linwood. That's the sort of thing I'd expect to happen, yep. Senior Sergeant Appley was also asked why the call was not discussed during police debriefs. The fact you didn't respond to it was the problem, wasn't it? Well, yes. And so a, a debrief of this kind obviously needs to focus on the things you, you did do and, and look at room for improvement, but also things that perhaps should have been done but were not done, right? That's the purpose of a debrief, to learn lessons. The officer was grilled as to why it took 24 minutes for ambulances to be dispatched to Linwood after he'd requested them. You hope that one of your staff members would take that information, pass it to an equivalent person within St John, and St John would then dispatch ambulances. That's what you believed was happening? I don't believe it. I know it was happening. I'm sure it happened. Well, then why did no ambulances go to Linwood until 14.34 that afternoon? The delay was believed to have been down to the safety of the scene at Linwood, something the senior sergeant did not know had been a factor. They did not send ambulances in response to those requests (coughs) because they had not been assured the scene was safe. Now, did you know that on the First of all, did you know that on the day? No, I didn't. Did you know that before I just told you it now? No. Despite this, Senior Sergeant Appley denied there had been a miscommunication between police and ambulance staff. Would it be fair to say, therefore, there was quite a substantial breakdown in communications between police and St John? You each understood completely different things? I'd be reluctant to say breakdown because clearly I've given instruction for them to do something. Mm. They've heard it and they've responded, albeit some time later. But I don't think that's something I can comment on. Earlier in the day, the court heard from Dr Graeme Whitaker, who offered his help when police arrived at Linwood's Pikite Order Health Centre. Dr Whitaker said what he saw was indescribable. The situation was, I've, I've been a doctor for 30 years, nothing is comparable to what it was like to be inside the mosque. The emotional intensity, the pressure and the tension was off the scale. The individuals that were working with the person that I tried to assist with, I think did a good job. The inquest continues tomorrow.